0: You can't be fa- afraid to, to fail because it, it means you're trying and innovating and some of it's going
1: to work and connect and some of it's going to be kind of a miss. Welcome to Honesty Commerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today we're welcoming to the show, Keith Eshelman. He's the co-founder and CEO of Parks Project. Parks Project is an outdoor lifestyle brand that exists to inspire people to leave parks better for future generations. Keith, welcome to the show. Yeah. Good to be
0: here. Thanks, Chase.
1: Yes. Thank you for being here. I've been wanting to have you on as a guest for quite some time and I'm happy to finally have you. So quickly, let's let the listeners know that aren't aware. Uh, what are like the actual products that you guys are selling these days?
0: Yeah, we're an apparel brand um, that also makes some accessories, headwear, drinkware, and home goods. Um, but everything speaks to the mission of the brand and trying to leave parks better, like you just said. And um, we always... Try to bring some fun, youthful graphics um, and fashionable things to the outdoor market. Absolutely. So, take me back in time. Where did this idea come from? Yeah, the idea goes way back. A was personal event for for me, and um, my daughter came into the world ten years ago. I was uh, taking paternity leave in Big Sur, which is some beautiful California parkland, and. Um, I saw a trail closure and didn't really know much about how trails were maintained or or how that could happen. And it got me involved in doing trail, trail work. Um, and the trail work led to more volunteer work in the parks and doing habitat restoration and things like that. So early days, Parks Project was actually more, you know, a small volunteer group and I was getting friends together and We'd go do work and thought it was a little bit more intense and fun event aside from, let's say, like a beach cleanup. Um, And, you know, through spending time in the parks, it grew into, hey, wow, could we create products that kind of speak to these projects that we're learning about? Um, And then the products, we can probably do it a little bit better than what was out there in the marketplace. And we can distribute them um, in a more... What kind of holistic manner? Because a lot of the park products were only sold in the park stores. So you kind of combine the the mission and social enterprise with the, uh, I'd say, disruption of distribution with an innovative product, and it paved way for Parks Project to be born about eight years ago.
1: Absolutely. Can you walk me through kind of the first iteration of, of like of the business and the, the first like product launch and, and kind of what was going on and what you guys were bringing to market and how you actually sold it.
0: Oh, I mean, you have like year zero early, early products, which were, um, you know, doing our best. It was, it was more an idea (laughs) than, um, you know, making best in class product. That's for sure. But, you know, a lot of the early days we, we wanted to really focus on graphics and art, um, as, um, you know, the primary driver of product. So, um, Put putting cool stuff on on T-shirts, you know, and, and it was catching on. And, you know, could you really start a brand out of selling T-shirts, you know, and basically out of, a, out of a car and out of a screen printing facility? Um, you know, that, that's a challenge. Um, and I know a lot of people go for that challenge. And I think it's hard to get over the hurdle of selling ones and twos here and there to, you know, we got into some big wholesale accounts early on. Which kind of gave us some um, volume, uh, which I think is important for your margins and the health of the business and and then being able to also include your your e-commerce business on top of that. so um, early days was apparel and I mean it was almost like every year we would crack a handful of new product categories. Um, some of those today, you know candles do really well for us. We bring the the scent of parks to your home. Um, we've you know done puzzles. We do footwear collaborations. We just did a, a Teva sandal and um, also a New Balance shoe a couple months ago. So I'd say we've pretty much um, done the whole outfit by now, um, head to toe, and done a, a lot of really innovative accessories and homewares too.
1: Absolutely. How did you guys make that? disruptive as you said transition to selling these products online um, and how did you like find the customers where this product resonated with them i mean we thought these brands
0: national parks ie yosemite yellowstone joshua tree these these brands were just amazing they you know i think people would wear you know a yosemite product and feel really good about it you know it's a it, it's one of the best places on earth in my opinion so um, I th- what we did is we kind of looked at these places being a little bit underrepresented in terms of their brands. Um, and could we almost elevate the brand with artwork that's going to um, really maybe bend reality a little bit because they have such big icons being like, you know, the geysers of Yellowstone or the Joshua trees of Joshua tree or half dome of Yosemite, El Capitan, et cetera. Um, so we took, um, you know, th- that art and went to market in a, in a unique way with with kind of younger, um, more inclusive models, just we did it a little bit differently. Um, and I also attribute some of that to the fact that we were coming from Los Angeles and I think a lot of the outdoor industries, um, you know, in the Pacific Northwest and other places, and we had a little bit different of a perspective, you know, our friends who were artists did street art and art for kind of rock and roll bands and things like that. So, um, you know, it's some of that influence was just organic to who we are and where we were coming from and some of the influences that we had in life. Um, And, you know, just going for it at the end of the day. That's that's what, you know, all these e-com startups are doing is kind of taking a leap of faith and believing in the product, resonating with the customer and opening, hopefully opening up something new.
1: Do you remember when, or did you even have this feeling, uh, you know, of like, I think we're onto something here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's been a couple moments where we feel like we're onto something and it, and it continues to this day. Um, but early, I think we're onto some would be, um, you know, the first batch of product we made and we put it in a, a small shop that was just owned by a friend. It's kind of a favor. and um, Couple weeks later, he's like, "Give me some more of those, you know, Point Reyes, Mirror Woods, and Yosemite shirts." Uh, this was up in uh, the Bay Area. So, um, it, if, to me, I think we're onto something. Always is is by product moving; it's selling through and um, creating demand. You know, that's what you want to do as a business is is drive demand and create demand, um, and to see it keep on coming um, is just the ultimate kind of sign of success. I'd also maybe say some of the the early press that we got um, you know pre-pandemic, um, you, you get that kind of validation from uh, a Forbes or a fast company or you know these other big media saying that um, this is kind of a, the next new thing.
1: Hey there, merchant. Are you tired of trying to navigate the wild world of e-commerce on your own? Are you looking for a partner to help you achieve your goals? Look no further than the Shopify Plus agency, Electric Eye. Our team has a proven track record of helping our clients make millions with strategic design and development. Whether you're migrating from a legacy platform to Shopify, designing a new theme for your store, or just looking to optimize what you already have, Electric Eye is the perfect partner for you. Electric Eye are true Shopify experts. Not only is our Shopify knowledge unparalleled, but we have partnerships with all the best tech in the Shopify ecosystem. And don't worry, we're easy to get a hold of. Our clients rave about our fast communication. So here's the deal if you're an e commerce business doing over $1 million a year, you can receive a complimentary Shopify diagnostic from our team of experts. That's free, personalized, strategic recommendations to improve your store and grow your business. To get started, head on over to electriceye.io slash connect to schedule an intro call with one of our experts. That's electriceye.io slash connect. Alright, I want you to picture this. You're an e-commerce merchant juggling multiple platforms to manage your email marketing, SMS campaigns, and product reviews. It's a time-consuming and costly ordeal. But with Sendlane, those days of chaos are long gone. Sendlane brings together the power of email, SMS, and reviews all in one convenient place. So you can say goodbye to the hassle of separate tools and hello to simplified operations, increased efficiency, unified customer experience, and huge savings. And I haven't even gotten to the best part. With the all new free Sendlane reviews, you can leverage social proof to build trust and credibility with potential customers. Let me say that again, free product reviews. With Sendlane, you pay for email and SMS and you get reviews for free. Sindlane understands that customer feedback is essential for the success of any e commerce business. That's why they've made it an integral part of their platform without any additional cost to you. By unifying these key components of your tech stack, Sindlane helps you save time and money, all while generating more revenue. Don't let your e commerce tech stack hold you back. Embrace the unifying force of Sindlane and take your business to new heights. Sign up today and experience the power of streamlined operations, increased efficiency, and revenue growth. Visit Sendlane.com slash honest to learn more and schedule your free consultation with a Sendlane expert. That's Sendlane.com slash honest. Now, you guys are really making awesome products there. I'm a huge fan of the brand. I've bought some of the shirts. You have an in-depth knowledge about like buying and it even goes down into like the different colorways that you're choosing for your products. What can you kind of share a bit of you know, the insider knowledge of how to really pick that stuff for your first, you know, for any entrepreneur out there that's about to launch a brand. Yeah. I I mean,
0: you got to play safe bets and also take risks, you know, so you want to look at what you're doing, um, and comp some of the season over season or year over year business and say, we know this moves, let's make sure we have that in stock. But I mean, if you stay stagnant in one place, other people are going to catch up to you. Right. So, um, some of that does come down to, you know, if we're looking at colors of T-shirts, you need your your black, white, and gray. Um, but you always have to add some freshness on top of it, and seasonal colors, and and what Pantones are trending. Um, you know, all that's published way far in advance. So, um, I think it's it's really twofold in in like securing your business with um, some almost like anniversary products. Um, but then also pushing it forward um because you gotta stay ahead of the rest of them. So we we've totally failed and trying um various categories. Um and that's that's part of it. And you can't be af- afraid to to fail because it, it means you're trying and innovating and some of it's gonna work and connect and some of it's gonna be kind of a miss and you gotta just
1: deal with it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, buying products is uh, it's a whole job in and of itself. Uh, Every, every apparel company I know of that has a buyer. uh, Can you talk about some of the importance of buyings and like maybe making those big costly mistakes?
0: Sure. You know, fortunately, half of our business is wholesale. So that, that gives you an indication, um, where, you know, people who are buying and seeing the greater marketplace, um, that can give you a little bit of a forecast and saying, okay, there was more demand for this versus this um but you know within that that function um it, it, you can you can do so much kind of analytical work and it it takes a real trained mind as the business matures um somebody's who's, who's done it a couple times over to be able to drive um that's where all your money is you know, all your money is in inventory so that's your biggest uh sort of asset and liability, Um, but you know, within the wholesale buying is basically off of a pre-book. So you have some security there, but you know, the e-commerce buying um, it it actually isn't as correlated for us to our wholesale. We get some indication from wholesale buyers at REI or Urban Outfitters um, which gives us good insights, but our our e-commerce customers, Probably more progressive um, than the rest of our business, so it it really is kind of um, driving uh, I guess the trend of product that we're doing, and um, yeah it's 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 evolved you know we humans evolve, customers evolve the brand through exposure evolves, and you know I'd say it's gotten probably a little bit younger which which is a good thing um, and spanning, you know, more 20 to 45. And, um, there's also the idea that, you know, we, we don't put our customers in kind of the typical demographic. It's more of a, a way of living. You know, it's somebody who wants youthful energy and fun, fashionable products that speaks to outdoors and conservation. Um, and yeah, we just try to make sure you're in tune with your customer, you know, who they are and what they're looking for. And, Um, We do a lot of consumer insights to gauge, you know, what people are going to want. And then you kind of take your formulaic bottoms up and tops down planning to land on something that feels good and it's not too radical of a change. And then you set out and buy the inventory.
1: Absolutely. I think it goes back to what you said about placing safe bets and then, you know, taking some risks. Uh, Obviously, the buyers are going to buy inventory they know that's going to move. But those risks with your more the direct to consumer customer will have will buy more interesting colorways that a buyer probably won't take the risk on, um, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's amazing to see how those cross over. Um, with our audience, there's a lot of founders out there that are you know just getting their feet wet and getting uh, you know trying to find product market fit. You know, is there any advice that you have for an entrepreneur and kind of that? part of their business that you can remember from your journey?
0: Yeah. I mean, some of my staff will call me out on the idea of just turning over rocks all the time, you know, looking for little uh, opportunities. And I think that's what we did a ton of early days is, you know, try, try, test, learn, iterate, or let it go. Um, and always, you know, what, what type of collaboration can we do? What uh, product extensions can we do? You know, we just launched a TV show with, you know, outside online. Um, can that correlate to um, customer acquisition versus, uh, you know, a content play versus um, getting people to just go to PDPs? Because that's what a lot of us are doing is you just, you're, you're trying to simplify that journey. So people just buy um, and have ease of purchase. Yeah, I think it's a lot of it is, is discovery and having a curious mind. And, um, being open to pivoting when you need to, um, you're going to discover success points. And then that may be directional. Uh, you, you may discover a success point. Um, and that's also just like a one-time hit because we've seen that as well. So just, you know, the best thing to do. I used to do a lot of pop-up shops. Um, I do myself because I want to talk to people you know, staying close to your customer, I think is the best advice I could give um, and watching the use of your product, um, you know, and seeing how people style park project goods when they post it on their Instagram. Um, and then it's just, I think a lot of it's relationship management too. It's like they're, you know, investing in you, how do you return the favor and also invest in them with a good customer experience. Right. So um, I think if, if you can really pay attention to who's buying the product, um, and then more importantly, who buys it again, right? In terms of like retention of your customers, um, understand that behavior and, and use and whether or not they're providing some word of mouth marketing for you. Um, and then if they are, make sure that you're thanking them and returning the favor. It doesn't have to be via you know, discounts, but that that does help um but simple things like featuring people and um you know if they have a platform highlighting their platform as creators or whatever they are um but yeah a little bit of advice uh you know i'm still learning every day to be honest so i don't don't think it's good for anyone to ever think the work is done and you've found your product all you need is money to boost your business because um, things will evolve and change
1: absolutely uh that's probably why you guys got featured as one of the most innovative companies uh of 2022 by Fast Companies can you talk a bit about that
0: yeah um uh, that that was just a huge moment for me personally um you know you asked earlier just about kind of recognition or moments and um you know growing the business is one thing but i think when somebody looks at the landscape and says, okay, here's all these people doing all these things. Um, and you, uh, this company is worth, um, featuring, you know, as the most innovative idea. Uh, it's awesome. And the, in, you know, the idea is still being fine tuned. Like I mentioned earlier in the distribution, you know, it's still is moving around, uh, you know, consumer behavior is moving around. So, um, I do think there's a, there's a lot more that we haven't even gotten into in terms of really bringing people into the core mission and how um, you know we got we want to get you excited about going into parks um we found some people will buy uh let's say a Yosemite t-shirt because they want to go there and they wear it as almost motivation to like plan that trip so you know i think it, there's a whole like wellness story about parks project and in the sense that if we can get you into parks get you outside hopefully it's going to help attribute to a healthier lifestyle um, a sense of place a sense of connection to nature um, and through through all those experience you're probably going to have some reciprocity around wanting to take care of those places and preserve those places for next generations and that's that's kind of the whole story and that is you know my personal story and um spending time outside and wanting to take care of these places for for the future so um i'm excited to share that story with more and more people and i think it'll make people better and also make the world better too so
1: absolutely keith now if there's anyone out there listening that wants to plan a trip to a park like yosemite like myself where do i go to pick up a shirt to be a constant reminder to to make those plans Oh, it's
0: uh, ParksProject.us, um, but I was going to say fly into LAX tomorrow. I'm going to Yosemite, so uh,
1: <laughs> I would love to take you up on that, Keith. Next time I'm in, next time I'm out there, I'll let you know so we can do a day trip. Yeah, just to hit the
0: shoulder seasons. Watch out for uh, you know parks. See a lot of visitors right now. They're trending up. Everyone wants to get into a park. Um, if you can hit the shoulder season, and if you can maybe go to the off the beaten track um, features as well, because you know, let's, if we're using Yosemite as example, everyone ends up in Yosemite Valley and it gets crowded. And I think that takes away from the visitor experience. So, um, there's a lot more to see, a lot of places to go. And, um, we do have a park finder on our website too. So you can play around with that and see where you want to go parking.
1: Absolutely. Keith, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing your story. All right. Thanks, Chase. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own businesses. You can find all the links in the show notes. You can subscribe to the newsletter at honestycommerce.co to get each episode delivered right into your inbox. If you're enjoying this content, consider leaving a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. Lastly, if you're a store owner looking for an amazing partner to help you get your Shopify store to the next level, reach out to Electric Eye at electriceye.io slash connect. Until next time.